this is going to be our last podcast of the year, isn't it? I think. I believe so. Yeah. Possibly. Almost definitely. Um, and what a year it's been and what a year next year is going to be for all sorts of reasons. Oh, yes. You've got some rather exciting news, haven't you? I have. Yeah. I'm um, I'm keeping the, the M1 Mac Mini. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to become a dad next year, which is equal parts terrifying and exciting. It's uh, it's completely insane, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know if you felt this, but it's um, we've had the 12-week scan and touch wood, everything seems to be fine and everything's okay. But um, I didn't realise quite how much you could see of the baby at that point. It's like this little human being. And I don't know what I was expecting, to be, to be fair, but you see scans, don't you? They're like this little kind of blob mm. with like a, something sticking out of it, whereas this was like a, almost a fully formed human being with arms and legs and a a brain and all this stuff. And it's like, I said to, to Jen, my girlfriend, I said, can you feel anything at all? And she said, nope, nothing at all. Which blows my mind. I think you got quite fortunate though. The, the picture that you put on the, the discord is, is very clear. Yeah. I think not, not everyone is so fortunate. Sometimes they do look a bit blobby, but yeah, that's very clear outline. Did you see the little legs going? Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Yeah. It took a while to get that shot. Cause um baby was kind of like rolling around and not not playing game but um yeah it, it does it's, it's a good photo absolutely but uh yeah so i don't know what advice you can offer me um i mean you've offered me some advice already i've had lots of advice most of it is do i think you said the same thing do everything you can do that you want to do within the next 20 years today so um that's quite a big list that's only problem. you had do you need to unplan them <laughs> that's it <laughs> apart from that it's great no I'm genuinely excited um, but I noticed that you did and, and this is a weird coincidence because you didn't know you didn't you had no idea about this news before you put the outline together for the show and the very first thing you put on the show was tech and being a dad yeah well it's just only because obviously you know I've got another one on the way it's literally yep. going to drop anytime soon yeah, possibly this, even during <laughs> this recording this could be the shortest podcast we've ever made Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was just thinking about how, actually, I don't, I'm not going to, I was going to say how, how I've tried to sort of, you know, utilize tech to be a better dad. But the opposite is true, actually. For someone who's so into gadgets, I've really tr actively tried to, to not do that, hmm. try and do stuff old school. And certainly where she's concerned, I tr tried to get as much wooden inanimate stuff and we kept her away from telly as long as we possibly could yep i mean obviously then like she discovered pepper through her friends and now we just watch pepper all the time but um yeah no, I, did, I did hold off as long as possible um and i kept her away from from gadgets as well but they're, they're very curious though and they sort of notice oh what's that what's that thing you've got in your hand and then they want to have a go and yeah so yeah so i've i've, I've let her do some drawing on the ipad which is very stressful because you don't <laughs> it's a bit random so you don't know what she's going to do next but if she is going to sit down and do some some drawing i say well, i say drawing that's it's absolute rubbish, obviously, but like, she's very proud of it. Yeah, um, and she seems to enjoy doing it, so I don't mind that. But, but yeah, no, I, I, I've tried to to not put too many gadgets. You know, I've tried not to expose her to gadgets, and I've tried not to have gadgets forming a large part of my uh, my parenting. 
but it slowly sort of crept in. So I just wanted to talk about just a couple of things that I've uh, that I've enjoyed using really. So yeah. just for context, our little one is two and a bit, two and a half. So she'll be three in March. My, the, the first thing that we were concerned about when, because for the first six months we had her in a in a crib in in our bedroom, and uh, then we sort of slowly migrated her into her own room. Um, and she was <laughs> a fun story. She was three weeks early. And so we had literally just finished painting her nursery the weekend before she arrived. <laughs> um, and I was in the middle of a big project. So I, uh, on the Monday had basically pulled an all nighter thinking, right, I'll get a good night's sleep tomorrow. And then, then we get, yeah, didn't happen. Yeah. So, <laughs> She arrived on the Tuesday, so I, I, I had uh, had to deal with that. Having had no sleep, that was. I suppose at I least you were. Why, I don't know why I'm moaning. I didn't do the hard bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we get it easy as as guys get it so easy. Um, again, going off on a tangent slightly, but but Jen's had horrendous morning sickness. She won't mind me saying this to uh, obviously thousands of podcast listeners, which there's not thousands, but. Um, and it's just horrendous. And, and she said to me, it's like being horribly, the worst hungover you've ever been every day. And I'm terrible with hangovers. I, I just can't deal with them. It's, the older you get, the worse, the worse you get at dealing with them. Um, and I just thought, I'd, I don't know if it all blokes are the same, but I'd just be useless. I'd moan all the time. I'd want to, I'd just want to give up, I think. Oh, yeah, I mean, Mrs. Rob's an absolute trooper. Bear in mind, she's the size of a bus currently. And she's uh, she's just <laughs> marching on as though it's just business as usual, as far as she's concerned. And, you know, you, you she, I'm, I, I know that she can't be comfortable, but and she's almost certainly in more discomfort than she lets on. Mm. But, um, yeah, no, I couldn't do it. Absolutely not. I'd be completely rubbish. It's a good job we don't have to, really. Um, but we do get to post some cool tech, I suppose, don't we? So what you've noted a few things down here, um, all of which have got really weird names. And um, <laughs> it's nice to see a Fisher-Price thing in there, actually. That's, uh, that's encouraging. Um, but what from this should I be aware of fairly I, early I, on? I think, I think all of it, really. So okay. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll run through them, rattle through them quickly. Yep. So, yeah, so when we migrated her to her room, obviously we wanted some kind of baby monitor. And you can get baby monitors on Amazon for like 20 quid. But they're going to be going through China's in, servers in China. And uh, I wasn't really down with that. So I wanted yeah. like a local RF solution. And Eufy, or Eufy, don't think i've ever heard it said out loud but you know they i think they're a pretty reputable brand but they yeah. do uh you know a radio based baby monitor and it's like pan and tilt and you had like a little handheld display um and you could there was two-way audio and all that sort of stuff so that was excellent but unfortunately i dropped it and i broke the aerial on no, the no. on the receiver um and i I haven't been able to find one since. I, I'm pretty sure it hasn't been discontinued because it's still on their website, but I just haven't been able to find one anywhere. So if you can find one of those, they're brilliant. Um, but I replaced it with a Eufy Pan and Tilt HomeKit camera. Okay. That has been brilliant, especially now that she's vaguely better at sleeping. Um, because you know, if we're watching the telly or whatever, then you can have 
your baby monitor picture in picture. Oh, cool. On, on the Apple TV. Yeah. So that's quite good. So I'm, I'm, because it's HomeKit, I don't, you know, I haven't like packet sniffed or anything. I don't know how much data leakage there is, but I've, I imagine that to get HomeKit certification, it's got to be reasonably above board. So yeah, although so. that is an internet connected, you know, a Wi-Fi connected camera, I'm less concerned about that than I would be a 20 quid Amazon special. Yeah. So so that's the first thing, really. Just, just quickly on that one, because I've, I've got some U for U5, however you pronounce it, um, some cameras, some home home security cameras. And I was looking at that pan and tilt thing as well, um, mainly just to see what the dog gets up to during the day. But I appreciate I'll need it for more important things at some stage. Um, but they're really good. The, the, the cameras I've got are there. They're kind of wireless version, um, which they, have, they, they say they have 180 days charge. They don't really, but um, they still last quite a long time. And it's, yeah, for, for, the, for the money. And like you say, the fact it's HomeKit enabled... Very easy to set up. Um, I've been really impressed with them, so I think I'll put that on the list definitely. Yeah. So, well, using the uh, using the Amazon price tracking camel 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 shortcut that I posted on the Discord the other day, absolutely. I'm pretty sure the retail price is pushing fifty quid, but they're always available for around thirty, maybe a bit less. So yeah, so look out for those. They're they're really good. Nice. Following on from the 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 sleep theme. yeah, our daughter in particular is, is really bad at sleeping, really bad. Um, like she was up twice last night, for example. Um, but we got the we got a you and the sheep, and okay. these are this this is this is not obscure at all. I think these are massively popular. I mean, it's 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 a sheep that uh, called Ewan. called Ewan that plays um, plays. It's got various sounds that it can make. Uh, but the one she likes is a, is a sort of like a lullaby. But it'll play like white noise. You you got a couple of different volume options, and it's got a really pleasant glow in his tummy. So we use that, and that got us some of the way there. But just recently, I got uh, this thing called a Hatch. So a Hatch is a Bluetooth night light and sound generator but it is you can set up a schedule so it comes on and it when when it when it's time to wake up it goes green and that means that she can get out of bed yeah and it plays like tweety bird noises uh so so that's quite good so she now knows that when when the light's red that means it's still bedtime we need to stay in bed yeah and when it goes green get the tweety birds it's time to get up um and then overnight it plays like crickets uh, okay which is quite good so nice. I'm vaguely concerned about having to wean her off it at some point but for for now it's it's massive i know i said like she was up twice last night but it was worse than that before so it's an improvement. <laughs> and then the next problem we found was that as she gets more independent and she's she's very much got her own mind and decides she she wants to choose her own outfits and all this sort of stuff so the nighttime routine which had previously just run like clockwork just went all over the place because she decided that she was going to do this or she was going to do that or she wanted to read a book or whatever and it's like well no let's get the routine back in order Uh, and someone told me about this uh, fisher price loomaloo and what that is is it's a sort of cloud shape with some leds in it and um 
and a, a wireless button that you can press. So you can set your routine. This is for an app. You can set your routine like, you know, bath time, brush teeth, put pajamas on, yep. whatever the sort of list of things is that you want to do prior to bedtime. And then each time you uh, achieve one of those things, you get to hit the button and then the light comes up and you get some sound. So it's essentially gamifying the bedtime routine. Awesome. So that was really helpful to get the, the bedtime routine back in, well, back as a routine where yeah. it had gone completely off I think the I rails. Might, I might get one of them for me, actually. I'll do <laughs> gamifying my own bedtime. <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's, it's a good, it good device. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I think you put the Apple Watch next. That's a bit elaborate. That's a bit um, over the top for a two-year-old. Well, yes, no, not for her, okay. but for me. So what you'll find is that you spend lots of time, you know, changing nappies or cleaning up sick or whatever. So you quite often don't have to deal with anything that might be coming in on your phone or conversely, anything that you might need to make happen. So the Apple Watch has been, so both Mrs. Rob and myself, we both have Apple Watches. Yep. So first of all is it's very useful being able to ping your phone when it's been hidden in some completely obscure place like the fridge or, you know, <laughs> you're wandering around looking for your, looking for your phone. And then obviously she's just put it somewhere weird. Yeah. She went through a real phase of just posting things in other things. Um, <laughs> so that I'm missing all the time. So that, that's one good thing is being yep. able to find your phone. And then you've got the hands-free aspect, you know, if you need to, well, I mean, I've, you know, everything in my house is smartified so I can control it via, voice assistant um and so that's quite useful to be able to turn stuff on and off close blinds whatever um but also there's an app called glow baby which allows you to keep track of certain things so in the early days there's a lot of feeding and nappy changes like you know every couple of hours kind of thing mm. and you know, it's not practical for one person to do that so um we both got this app and you get there's a complication on your Apple Watch. It just means that you can log feeds and happy changes and so forth. So that at any stage, the your your partner can also see what's been happening. And we used it to log uh, food and stuff as well. Make sure that we weren't, you know, if we were dealing with different feedings, make sure we weren't feeding the same thing or too yeah. much of a particular thing. So that's quite good. Before we had a child, I would take pictures of pork pies and you know. Like me. Yeah, basically just food, yeah. food and drink and, yeah. and that sort of stuff. Since then, since having a child, I've taken uh, like 12,000 photos or something. I just can't, <laughs> I can't help myself. And I've about 700 videos as well. Um, but obviously then you, you want to take the best ones and you want to share those with people. Hmm. That's where I found to do that was because um, was, I've got Amazon Prime because I buy everything from Prime because I don't have a conscience. <laughs> Uh, the you get unlimited photo backup okay so all those photos are backed up oh, to I didn't the, know that. the amazon photos did you not know that no nope, didn't know unlimited photo backup yeah. wow uh and it's it's full res as well it's not gimped like uh, like googly photos because well the google photos used to be uncompressed didn't mm. it and then yeah. they changed it unless you want to pay and that's so, really that's that's just with prime is it that's just a standard thing with prime Wow, that's really good. Oh, another benefit of Prime I found out recently, or in the UK at least, is uh, you can get, I think you get a, a Deliveroo Premium with Prime as well. Really? They've kept that quiet. I use Deliveroo all the time. 
it's if you go go and oh, I'll send you a link. But um, yeah, basically, I think you can get like a year a year premium. You know, so because you 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 normally with delivery you pay per delivery. Yeah, but you can take out a subscription. Have you got a subscription? If you've already got a subscription, no. maybe that's what I was watching. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've got a delivery subscription, then I think you get X amount of deliveries for right. a fixed fee every month. Um, but, you know, there is a, there's some kind of collaboration between Deliveroo and Prime where you get some Prime-related perks. We'll find a, a link and put it in the show notes because that will probably, probably be the most popular link we've ever put in show notes. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, so there's dis- distributing baby photos. Becomes a bit of a... Yeah. Bearing in mind that everyone's got different devices. So I've got, you know, various people who've got, you know, PCs, some have got Mac, some have got iPhone, some have got Android, whatever. Um, everyone's got an Echo, though. They have. So there's a feature called Family Vault. So you can invite all of your family members who've got an Echo with a display to join your Family Vault. And then as you upload photos uh, to your Amazon um, prime photo library you can choose photos to go into the family vault and those are then automatically pushed out to their show ah, devices that's clever which is a really tidy way of doing it because yeah. it, it really did get old just whatsapping people and whatever <laughs> i was going to ask how why you weren't using icloud for this but then there's no solution like that with apple is there really because you've got icloud photos haven't you that you can share things with but that relies in fact no it doesn't rely on people having apple devices does it because you can give them i found links. that if you send up the, the icloud links are great if you're sending it to people who are in the apple ecosystem hmm. but for people who aren't it's a bit flaky apparently i just okay. had lots of people saying oh i've tr- I, the, the video's not playing i can't see this so i click on this nothing happens yeah. um so yeah so i did i did try sharing via icloud but i didn't because not everyone's on Apple, it wasn't quite as successful as I'd hoped. Yeah. So yeah, so that is that's what I did. I, I took advantage of the unlimited photo backup with Amazon Prime. Uh, I'm fortunate in that everyone's got an Echo, and uh, I just pushed the photos directly into their kitchens. Wow! And does that just like come up, or do they get do they get the chance to say, "Show me Rob's baby photos"? Uh, so you can on on a. A show with a with a display, you can choose which albums you want to have on rotation. Oh, okay, and, yep. Uh, so you can ha- you can see. Isn't there? I'm not subjecting them to a hundred percent photos of my offspring. Uh, they they've got they can see their own photos as well. But, you know, on rotation, it'll it'll throw in right, photos okay. that I've uploaded to that the family vault. That's just a nice way of doing it, though, isn't it? Yeah, no, so it's a really, really tidy solution. I just take the photo, it's backed up, I go, right, I want these five, and then everyone gets them. Um, So that's really nice. But fast as it is to capture moments on an iPhone, there's so much stuff that I missed because I was just too slow. Yeah. Um, And there's also an element of you want to try and be disciplined about it because if you're just getting your phone out all the time, then you're kind of missing the experience yeah. you're not living yeah. it are you yeah you just i don't, i i know that's coming from someone who's taken twelve thousand photos in the course of just under three years but i, I have i have actually tried to not photograph everything be present um, yeah. but i know i've scoffed at zuckerbands before but they would be ideal i was very surprised to see these on the list why yeah. would they be ideal because 
you don't have to get your phone out face id or touch id unlock it get the photo get the photos out get the camera although regular listeners will have heard the tip from doc imedi about setting your assistive touch you know, the, yes. the, the, the back taps to yep. go into the camera faster but that still sometimes isn't fast enough and it might not be practical so um with zucker bands you can just tap the arm and then have it take a photo or a video and send it di- and send it directly to mark zuckerberg's phone immediately. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there is the whole it's sent going direct well i don't know how much of it goes onto the the, the meta cloud because it would be impractical to go direct from the glasses straight to the interwebs so i think they are stored locally on the glasses and then you open the app and it pulls them in whether or not those then go to the cloud i think you have the option of not i don't i don't think it leaves your device until you tell it to I hope not. so you could you could use it without ever true sending it to, to mark zuckerberg but the other reason that i'm actually leaning towards or you know i'm not completely against the idea of getting zuckerbands like i was previously it's because i recently um got some new glasses and you know my eyesight's awful so i can't use your your cheap and cheerful like or you know sort of mail order because they don't they won't do my prescriptions a lot of them will say if you've got a higher prescription get in touch and we'll see what we can do Hmm. and i've tried them all I send them my prescription. They go, yeah, no chance. <laughs> um, so I have to go and get. I have to go to you know a bricks and mortar optician and pay full whack. So, long story short, it would have been cheaper for me to buy Zuckerbands. <laughs> How uh, much are Zuckerbands? What, what's the, what's their retail price? Well, if you if you want the the, the non prescription lens ones, they start at three hundred quid, which isn't that bad, is it? It's not. It's not outrageous no, but if you really. want prescription lenses well then you've got the cost of your prescription lenses on top, on top and my yeah. prescription lenses are like 125 quid an eye so it would work out at about 500 quid for a pair of prescription Zuckerbands, but it cost me that anyway for some dumb well these are i haven't i haven't even got them yet right so i ordered them three weeks ago they said oh yeah we'll be in touch it'll be like 10 to 12 weeks because they they literally there's not they don't stock them they have to have to you know, get, go, go and make them by hand to get enough sand to make the glass to no i don't know what, <laughs> basically it's, it's a it's a it's a not something they keep in stock it's something they have to order in mm. and um yes yeah, so I, I haven't i haven't got them yeah that's the other thing is according to their website and you have to enter your prescription they could have a set of prescription sucker bands to me within a week wow just do it rob go on have you ordered your, yeah. your glasses I have, well, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to wear Zuckerbands all the time, so they would be as a secondary, uh, you know, pair, which is a good idea to have a secondary pair when you've got curious infants with no boundaries. The way that you're talking increasingly about Zuckerbands, I think you are going to be wearing them from January onwards every day. I think I might. I think I might have to get some because I, I've already let Zuck, I've already let him into my house with the portals. Well, exactly. So. You might as well go the full hob and just hop full hog and uh, just suck yourself into the um, the metaverse yeah but I, I have to say i hadn't had such a positive experience with the portal plus which has turned out which is bizarrely the best echo i've got in my house so you can link that up with uh you know to your amazon account yep. and it's got she who should not be named on it and you can do all your stuff on it yeah um 
and it is the most consistent. It's the, it responds the fastest. It hears me first time every time. It just, it just does what I've got. I don't know about you. I don't know how many echoes you've got. Oh. Was, I've got like every kind of echo. But all of them, she's just getting more and more seen now. Yeah, we've got two. We've got the, uh, like a normal little one, the Echo Dot, I think it's called. That's in our uh, dining room. And then we've got the, uh, an Echo Studio, which I reviewed months and months ago. And um, that's in the kitchen. And I'm not joking, you can be standing in the kitchen next, directly next to that studio and say, hey, not, not hey, but... And the one in the dining room responds. Brilliant. And there's a wall in between, and I'm right next to the studio one. And it has got worse. You're right. I think they, they do go senile. I think they go senile, and they gradually start to hate you more as time goes on. And still, just very quickly, this is reminding me of something else. That I, don't, I don't think I've told this story before, but the weirdest thing I've ever had happen with an echo, this was three or four years ago, um, I was walking down the stairs in my old house, no one else in the house at all, and it started singing happy birthday to me. It wasn't my birthday what? either. It was like May or something, and my birthday's October. Um, yeah, it was the eeriest thing ever. I, I, I once uh, I once had her during a call with my boss and my boss's boss. There was, you know, there was some high-level people, and uh, I'd done a presentation. It had gone well. Everything was fine. Uh, I had forgotten to, to mute my Echo Dot, and she helpfully uh, defined flatulence. <laughs> all, all the most important people in my, in my business unit. Have you played the um, shopping list game at friends' houses where you leave questionable items on their shopping list? I haven't. No. That's, good, that's good fun. Oh, well, so just go and add 37 bird tables to the shopping list. Yeah, well, worse than that normally, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> These are all brilliant tips, Rob. These are, I mean, I won't need them immediately, but this is something I'm going to keep in my, keep upstairs for, for two years' time. And also, you, you're vacating your, your spare bedroom, aren't you? Uh, well, I. I am. That was actually directed at you. So I would have oh, okay. question to you, which is uh, that it's awfully convenient that you've just moved into a studio space out of your spare bedroom. Is that coincidence or is it because you knew it was not going to be spare for much longer? I'm with you now. Yeah, just wanted to get out of the house, to be honest. Um, All right. <laughs> no, funny enough. Um, yeah, no, that, that room is still going to be some sort of office. It's not uh, baby's going into a different room, but uh, we don't live in a, a mansion or anything, but um, <laughs> we, have, we have another room we can put the baby in. But now I thought you were referring to yourself because you are, I don't know if you, you're still moving into a different spot for you, obviously with a new one on the way. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to at some point. So, I mean, the, for the first six months, new baby will, will be in our bedroom yep. because you have to keep an eye on them because they're very small and they can't, you know, write themselves if they roll onto their front and all that sort of stuff so um but as, and then i'll be all right for another six months because i can use mrs rob's office while she is on maternity leave and then after that we can't we can't co-share um office space because she works for the government so she's talking about super secret stuff that i can't hear i'm right. talking about super secret stuff that she can't hear it's just it wouldn't work um and and we'd kill each other probably yeah no i don't <laughs> so um yeah so i have to find i mean i need to find somewhere else to uh to set up my office because this room that i'm in currently will be will be baby number two's room i've been talking to martin actually martin kelly magic man on the yes. discord who is uh i don't know what he does actually he seems to do everything doesn't he he does we, we need to get primarily, 
Yeah, we need to get him on the podcast. I think. I think we need to have oh, him as, yeah. our, as our super second guest. interesting guy. So if, if you're listening, Martin, I want we want you on the pad, on the podcast. What's, what's a podcast on the podcast? Let us know. Uh, I, don't, I don't. I don't know whether he's an architect or a, 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 he does something to do with building. He builds. Stuff. He builds impressive stuff. Yeah. Build impressive stuff, including Lego Defenders, <laughs> oh. Land Rover Defenders. Yeah. Been following his build. Amazing, amazing. Uh, yeah. Oh. I've I've done the same. You know, we talked about um, the Apple Watch band, the the Pride one, months and months ago, which you did go through and buy. Um, yeah. I went through that process of putting it into the basket, taking it out, putting it in, etc. Um, I'm doing the same thing at the minute with that minute with that Defender. And the only reason I'm kind of keep not going ahead with it is because I don't know if I've got the time to build it, which sounds really daft. Um, and everyone's you can always find time to do stuff, can't you? Um, but I just worry that I get it and not have enough time to finish it or take so long building it that I get bored of it. I don't think that will happen though, but yeah, oh, no, I think you should get it. I yeah. get it uh, should as, should. As, a, as a background prop for the studio. We've somehow gone from studio bedroom studios to the Lego Landro Defender, but um, it, was, it, was via, it was via Martin Kelly, the architect, architect slash building consultant. As yeah. I, I, I apologize, Martin, for not having your official title, but uh, <laughs> you won't mind. Uh, He's he's been very helpful. He's given me some some real hints on um, ideas, suggestions for converting my garage into a usable space. Nice. Which Kirsty and Phil would tell you not to do. Kirsty and Phil, for those outside of the UK, they do a like a property show, and they give people hints on buying, selling renovating property i was told um, i looked like phil once i think it's just that classic thing because he's bald and i'm bald i've got certain mates who just see another bald guy and say oh look, there's that's another another mark telly savalas just any old rat you random bald guy you, you look like him mind you, i'll take I'll, I'll phil's fine I'll, I'll take that he's a he's a good looking uh, yeah, he's a dude he's a dude uh, uh, but you don't look like him no i don't um but yeah so the conventional wisdom is always don't convert your garage into usable space because you'll never recoup the value but that's, according to the old rules, that's in the old world when people wanted garages to keep their cars in because they were commuting. Moving forward, I think there's going to be a lot more working from home. I mean, we, we, hopefully we won't all have to do quite as much working from home. Those of us who are fortunate enough to have been able to work from home or self-employed or whatever, mm. you know, I think there is an appetite in the enterprise space for more flexible working maybe going to the office two, three days a week. Either way, and then we previously discussed about how self-driving cars are going to be a thing and yes. how rather than shelling out every month for insurance and petrol and parking and all of that and road tax, you would, you'll still s- spend the same amount roughly, but you'll give it to a autonomous vehicle subscription company and you'll have an app and you just hail the ride, five minutes later it comes, you get it and it takes you where you need to go and then it goes off to the next person. So garage space, I'm not sure, is going to be such a desirable thing in 10 years' time because I don't think, certainly, you know, when my daughter gets to the traditional age that you would start thinking about learning to drive, I don't think it'd be necessary. No, not at all. I don't think it has been for a long time. I, I converted my garage in my old house and that was five or six years ago. Um, and it was, it was a great idea at the time and again that was used as a as a an office basically um had no problem selling it in fact it was a benefit when, when we sold it um yeah I, I think you just do it plus it's a man cave rob and the things you can do with a man cave well that's where i'm going to go basically because i can't cohabit with mrs rob in her office um just for legal and practical <laughs> reasons marriage reasons remain married um <laughs> 
So yes, I'm probably going to convert the garage, despite conventional, which all the property experts traditionally would tell you not to do it. If you could help it, just like, well, it's going to cost you, you might as well just move, just go and get a bigger house. If you need more space, go and get a bigger house, leave the garage alone. No, but, um, I agree no, with you. I'm not going to do that. No. I'm going to convert the garage. Go for it. And um, well, you've got the kit for it now as well, because uh, this brings us on to our next topic of conversation, which is um, the reason that we sound so amazing this on this episode. We do, don't well, we? We hope. Well, well, back, yeah, that's we? a very good point. I, I, <laughs> so basically, we, we both have the same mic now. We've both bought an SM7B, sure SM7B. It's a mic we've, we've both wanted for a long time. Uh, but I did suddenly realise before we started recording that I haven't done any proper testing with this. So, and again, to give um, uh, you know, put Rob off off the hook. If this sounds terrible, it's all my fault. Um, but hopefully, it sounds amazing. Um, otherwise, we've both wasted several hundred quid. It's such a beautiful thing, though. Oh, it's amazing, I mean, isn't it? I know. It's, it's not very imaginative. I know all the cool kids are using uh, RE20s now, aren't they? I don't but care about a, the cool it's kids. Classic. Oh, it's classic. It's great. Yeah. I think anyone who's not aware of what the, the SM7B is, just just Google SM, Sure SM7 and you'll find there's so many records. Big. I think um, Michael Jackson, probably not the best example, but still love his music. Um, he, he used one. Um, I think that was in the SM7. It was that, seven, yeah. same her- same heritage though, isn't it? Um, but it's just everywhere. I think if you see any podcasts that have been filmed, most people have a, a Sure SM7B. And um, but we did have a, we had a bit of an issue, didn't we? Because and I won't blame you for this, Rob, because I, I liked this idea. I can see why you, why you went for it. Um, the idea that Rob had was to get a, a DBX two eight six S, which is a mic preamp and uh, without boring everyone to death that's just basically what you plug your mic into before you plug it into the your your audio interface um because this particular mic needs lots of gain lots of power to to make it sound decent and the dbx uh, 286s which is one of the worst product names ever um had all these twiddly knobs for things like obviously compression and deesser and all this stuff a bit of eq and what have you and i'm a bit like you i love the idea of having knobs that you can you can fiddle with and stuff it's partly the reason i've got this zoom l12 that we record the the podcast on um and it was all going swimmingly wasn't it until they arrived and yours had a a horrendous uh you you, you recorded it and it was horrendous um transformer hum i think wasn't it yeah well i mean well the actual recorded sound from it was lovely it was yours was fantastic yeah um but yeah the, the unit itself had just a comedy transformer hum. It was it was ludicrously loud. So I, I recorded the, the the recording you heard. I think I just did on my phone or something, didn't I? Yeah. So just no, not I didn't like boost it or anything. It was it was that loud. It was it sounded broken. <laughs> yeah, frankly, it, it, it was. Um, so yeah, the, so well, the idea was was yeah, just to just do it in hardware because hmm. I know all the cool kids are doing everything in software, and if I had, you know unlimited if, if, if money were no object i'd have got like a universal audio apollo or something and then just put the the software plugins and made it sound like a neve mixing desk or whatever you know that's 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 kind of the accepted way of doing things in the modern world hmm. i mean the dbx286s has been around for decades it's been used in broadcasting it's a tried and tested unit um but yes but my one was just wrong and your one had a different set of issues, didn't it? Well, only one really. It was just as a hiss, just a hiss on the on the signal chain. So as soon as I plugged it in, I thought, "Hang on, this isn't right." Um, turned a few things up, and it just got worse and worse. Basically, um, you, yeah, it was it's just something wrong with it. 
there was on the recordings you made it was completely clean no no noise at all um mine was just hissing hissing away um so we both so have you sent yours back yet yeah yeah, yeah i sent it back okay. it's like, this is this is not fit for purpose because it hasn't got an off switch has it no that was annoying yeah no. yeah so you've got the the, the um I can never pronounce their name. Is it Motu? Well, it's an abbreviation, isn't it? It stands yeah, for it? Mark of the Unicorn. Oh, does it? I didn't know that. Mark yeah. of the Unicorn. Okay, there you go. Did not know that. Um, but you've got their M2, haven't you, which is a, a DAC slash headphone amp. Yeah. So, well, it's a really good DAC and headphone app and audio interface. So, it's I, I've, I meant to put in the show notes all the specs. Not that I think anyone listening to this would care, but it's got very good. It's very low noise. It's, uh, you know very low distortion, all that sort of stuff. There's a, there's a really good audio interface enthusiast on the YouTubes called Julian Kraus, or Krauser, I think maybe the E is probably pronounced, isn't it? Um, not your kind of guy at all, because he's going in with an oscilloscope. And oh, he, he does his, he <laughs> does his benchmarks, doesn't he? No, the, yes, the, the nerdiest of benchmarks, oh, yeah. In any case, he said it was good and I believe him so I got one and it is fantastic I absolutely love it so I mean conventional wisdom says that you need a cloud lifter or a fat head with an SM7B because it's got a negative 95 dBA sensitivity this is driving it no problem I'm not even three quarters of the way up the game yeah you sound great I've gone for the cloud lifter which is about as boring as it comes it's just a box that you plug your two XLR cables into um, but I've used them before and they, they work they sound great gives it enough gain and uh, but yeah I, I, I miss the idea of having that that DBX it would just be nice to, to have a few few knobs yeah but I mean, one surprising thing about this audio interface which kind of makes up for the disappointment of the DBS uh, DBX 286S is it serves as an amazing headphone amp <laughs> genuinely I, I you know I'm I'm very difficult to please when it comes to audio. I was but this say, actually is just blowing my socks off. Absolutely wow. fantastic. And that was a surprise. You weren't expecting that at all. It wasn't at all. No. Well, because I mean I've got my I've got a reasonably expensive Denon, and that's got like a 32 bit DAC in it that yep. was meant to be really really very good. Um, and it cost you know twice as much as the as the audio interface. Yeah. No, this thing sounds amazing. I've, awesome. just, I've been listening to all sorts of stuff and enjoying it. Uh, you know, as you do when you get a new audio toy, you go and you go, oh, I want to listen to this, I want to listen to that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if, if anyone is in the market for an audio interface slash headphone app, Moto M2 is incredible. Yeah, let's put a link in the in the show notes. But um, it wasn't that expensive, was it? Well, they got very expensive for a while because they're a bit thin on the ground. So apparently word is out that these are very good. Okay. And so they were, you know, as soon as they became available, they were getting scalped and put on ebay for quite a bit more than the retail price but if you can get one at a sensible price i think they're about 275 quid yeah. which is on par with a uh, um uh, what are they called what's the one that everyone uses the red ones scarlet oh, the scarlet yeah i've used one of those before i had one of those that it, it stopped working in fact it wasn't mine it was my dad's so i borrowed it and um it, it yeah it just stopped working for no reason one day but um they are yeah, if generally you quite good. for a Scarlet 2i2, whatever it's called, then uh, yeah, no, forget that. Get a Moto M2. Moto. It's amazing. Absolutely. Um, talking of new toys, the next thing on the list is completely off topic uh, e bike. Um, I have an e bike. In fact, I've had this e bike. Again, it's another review unit that was sent to me about a month ago. And I just kind of agreed to it and thought that could be interesting. 
that could be different from talking about MacBooks. And um, it arrived, and I've only just had the chance to get it out of the box over the last couple of days, actually. And it's absolutely brilliant. Um, have you ever ridden a... Ridden, yeah, that's right, isn't it? Ridden a, um, an e-bike? I have not. I hadn't either, and I didn't really know what to expect. There's one glaring problem with it, which is that you look ridiculously silly riding this one, because it's one of those bikes that has got a very low profile, so it's got a very high seat, very high. It's the bikes that you see people riding around on, and you can't help but laugh at, because it looks so unlike a normal bike. Um, this one is it's, it's the Fido D4S, I think it's called, if anyone wants to Google it. Again, we'll put, we'll put it in the show notes, but... Um, it's um why won't they send you the m1 pro i do i've got a model of bike called know, m1 pro which would have fit perfectly into your youtube algorithm niche wouldn't it they missed, missed a trick there. no but it's great and it's got this little kind of throttle on it so it, obviously you pedal it as normal if you want to but it's got this little um little motor in it it does about 26 kilometers an hour i'm not sure what that is in in the queen's um queen's english but it's um yeah, you kind of give yourself a little bit of extra power. And it's it's got a couple of really decent benefits. One of them, obviously, is hills. If you go up hills, it gives you a bit of extra extra push, which is quite nice. Cheating, obviously, but you know, who cares? Um, and the other one is that you can very quickly pull out of junctions and things. So, obviously, if you're riding on the road, which people should be, um, you can kind of get away with pulling out a bit quicker, which is nice, and not hold up all the traffic, which is... I, I, I cycle quite a bit, so I cycle from home to the studio, and... Um, I've got this strange relationship with, with um, cycling where I, I can't stand cyclists when they're in front of me and slowing me down, yet I'm that person <laughs> nine times out of ten. So um, I'm, a, I'm acutely aware of how annoyed the person is behind me in the car. So it's just nice to have that ability to kind of pull off quickly. Um, but, yeah, it's great. And I am doing a review of it, which um, I've kind of promised the manufacturer will hit the channel before Christmas. So it's got a, it's, I, think it, I think it's scheduled for... Um, for Christmas Eve, I'm gonna I'm gonna post it. Um, and you filmed. you filmed it? Not yet. No, no. So I'm gonna film a bit of myself riding it, which is probably gonna be a very expensive um, crash at some stage. Um, and I'll, I'll try not to crash. In fact, I'm I'm gonna do it comp- mainly with GoPros with that thing because it's gonna be a much easier way of, of filming myself. I'm not gonna take out the FX3 on a on a gorilla pod. No, yeah, I'm gonna, I, that's what I'll do. But I, I do want to get some more kind of third person stuff. So I've kind of roped in my my brother in law. To, to make his first appearance on the channel. So we're seeing them next weekend. I'm going to take it take it to theirs. And we're going to find it's some quiet ramps. It looks like a BMX, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Take off some sweet jumps. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a Napoleon Dynamite uh, quote, by the way. Um, yeah, so it's going to be an interesting one to film. And, it, and it will. if any of my videos are going to tank, it's going to be this one. I don't know. It might be. It might surprise you. I reckon it might, it might be wacky do. enough that... Uh, I thought also doing it near a Christmas, it's one of those things if people are thinking about you know, treating themselves to something. Although it's not cheap. It's about, I think in in US pricing, it's about $700 or something. So it's not a cheap bike. I made a joke ages ago about oh, when, when are you going to start reviewing electric skateboards? <laughs> if I could, I'd do that every week because cool, I'd feel like Casey Neistat all the time. Uh, what we got next? Uh, studio update. Um, yeah, there's not a massive amount to update. Well, uh, there's a bit of soundproofing going on. Um, it's kind of hit a bit of a, a brick wall at the minute just for because of timing reasons and stuff. But um, yeah, regular viewers will notice that behind me to the kind of the left behind my left, there's a uh, blocked up um, window now. So I've got basically five windows that are problematic, which is all of the windows, because <laughs> um, it is quite noisy outside, particularly on one side, which is the, the road. Um, so I'm 
basically building these little frames that are going into the windows. This isn't, I mean, Martin, go back to Martin that we, we mentioned a moment ago on Discord server. Um, he did offer some very useful advice. I think you picked up on it as well for how to properly properly sound soundproof uh, walls and partitions and things this isn't that at all um for various reasons I, i've got to be a bit careful with what i do in here because I'm, I'm renting the place i don't want to kind of destroy it and then have to put it back together when i if, if and when i leave um so i'm doing it fairly carefully um and fairly economically as well uh, but it is just um i'm not sure what you call it but it's the kind of um insulation stuff that you put into roofs and things um, and it's working pretty well on this side, uh, but like I say, the big issue is the is the road noise, and um, it's a, it's probably more of an issue for me. I, I think you you'll hear it as well because you you know you you're a sound guy, um, <laughs> sound guy. Um, but I I think most people probably don't hear it. But the the biggest issue with that road noise is that you're constant when I'm filming the A roll, I'm constantly stopping, letting cars past. And carrying on, which is no good for the flow and all that sort of stuff. Um, so that's got to be fixed in the new year. So yeah, so sound deadening. What else am I doing? Uh, I've got an overhead rig which I haven't used yet, but um, spent a bit of money on a on a newer overhead rig. If if anyone out there is buying camera gear, buy newer stuff. It's it's so much cheaper than the the other stuff. The expensive um, uh, you know makes it out there. It's just brilliant, absolutely amazing. Yeah, well, it's, it's, there are two E's at the beginning. It's N E E W A R. I'm sure it is pronounced. I think it Newer, is, but it's yeah. spelled Niwa. Niwa. It maybe is Niwa. Do you think it perhaps it is? Who I'm knows? sure. I, I, anyone, because they're they're, they're uh, I think they're pretty well known. They crop up yeah. all the time. I know various people that have got stuff from them, and yeah, everyone everyone I know calls it Niwa. Yeah, oh, fantastic. So yeah, I've got so, this yeah, that, that head rig that. You showed the worries, doesn't the it? It does. It makes me anxious because yeah, you just had your it, it. It it shouldn't be as solid as it is. It's unless you kind of touch it and feel it. It's I can see why you'd feel like that, but it's incredibly solid. Um, there does come a point if you extend the boom arm too much, you're you're asking for trouble. Um, but uh, to be to be honest, you can put sandbags on the other side of it to make it nice and stable. But uh, no, but I promise it's 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 as stable as it needs to be at the moment. And it's got wheels on it as well, so I can, I can wheel it around the studio, which is great. Um, not used it yet, like I say, but there, there there will be plenty plenty of opportunities for me to to do something with that. Um, and then a bit of new lighting and stuff, I suppose. There's I think you you spotted the um, the side fill that I've got over here. We've got that whacking great big the key light. light. Yeah, the key. Yeah, when you got your whacking great big key light. Yes. Yeah, you you did get a bit. It was a bit um, film noir, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and then I noticed a couple of videos later you fixed that with some film lighting. Yeah, that, that's looking good. Yeah, I'm just doing it gradually, really. But it's uh, they're great. They're, I can't think. What, I'll, I'll dig out the makes. I'll put them in the show notes. But they're, again, they're really good. Um, saved a bit of money on them rather than going for the expensive stuff. Um, so yeah, that's that's it. Is there anything else I've done recently? I haven't ordered my Peter McKinnon limited edition print yet um i don't know if i will they're very expensive i know why they're expensive yeah i mean he knows what he's doing the, the, the way that guy packages his stuff and it's just the whole package really that he puts together is just so so kind of enticing and i just want everything he makes um he's got a really interesting instagram account it's like a side gig that he's doing i don't know if you've heard of it it's called pete's pirate life all right. I mean, I've heard of it. I've not got involved, though. What's that all it's about? It's worth checking out. It's all kind of like rings, and they, they do these kind of weekly drops where it'll have a, a limited run of, of something. Like like I say, it might be a ring or it might be a 
pen knife or a box or whatever it might be. Just these really not cool little things. And because he's a brilliant photographer, that the way he shoots this stuff, you just want it immediately. Whatever it is, doesn't matter what it is. It could be a coin or or whatever. And um, several times I've wanted to buy stuff, but it's, uh, it just disappears straight away. It, they're very limited runs. But yeah, Pete's Pirate Life, that's worth a check his stuff out if you want to drool over his photography. Um, so yeah, but I probably won't get the limited print, I don't think. I don't think I'll do it. It's a bit pricey. It is. I'll buy the um, Lego Defender instead, I think. <laughs> it's a bit more sensible, isn't it? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Um, yeah, we've got loads more on this list, Rob, haven't we? Where, where do we go from here? Because we are, we're nearing the end of this, um, of our usual hour, aren't we? What would that you... is true. Um, I don't know how much of the of the dad stuff we will end up cutting out, because that was uh, <laughs> not confidently delivered. I don't, I don't know, know what happened there. I enjoyed it. Hans Zimmer. This this caught my eye in the in the news of the day. So um, I, I didn't read the entire article. I got the gist of it though. Um, there was a suggestion, not confirmed, that Hans Zimmer, the very famous um, music composer, a score composer for film, um, may have owned the first pair of AirPods Max. If not the first, certainly very early set. So so yeah. he he um, himself. Hans himself, in an interview with Zane Lowe on Apple Music, told a story about how some headphones turned up in the post one day with a note from Johnny Ive saying, I made this. And apparently this is a thing that they do. They'll just send each other random stuff they've made with a note that says, I made this. It's just their thing. Just, what, just um, him and Johnny Ive? Yeah. Yeah, oh, wow. his mates with Johnny Ive, apparently. I didn't know that. Okay. But they've never met, apparently, but they just admire each other's work. And so they just send each other stuff before oh. anyone else. Nice. So, so he got these headphones and um, he tried out the spatial audio and all that. And obviously he's a film composer, so he's mixing in 3D anyway. Hmm. And he was like, well, this is this is amazing. And then he went to go and talk to all his friends and say, oh, hey, have you got some of these? And they were like, yeah, I don't think that exists yet. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, so he got them certainly before most other people got them. Something doesn't ring true about that, doesn't it? When you bear in mind the whole iPhone 4S thing was the iPhone 4, whichever one it was, it was left in a bar by a, an Apple employee. Mm. Would they really be sending out a pair of brand new, never spoken about or released AirPods to some bloke, and, well, not some bloke, a very important guy, um, and not saying to him, you probably don't want to take these out of the house, hands. They, they keep, keep these to yourself. I don't, I, I, well, it sounds like they do this all the time, so it's probably just an unwritten rule, isn't it? But um, Possibly, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, just the, it's just a, it was an interesting story. It's well worth checking out the uh, the interview if you can tolerate Zane Lowe for that long <laughs> Zane poor, old, poor old Zane um, what else have we got on the list there's so much stuff here quickly end on this because I, I did write a blog today about my my big wish for, for next year I don't know if we share this I've got a feeling we might do but you have to tell me if not um, my biggest wish for next year is for them to do something properly with iPadOS yeah, iPadOS absolutely. 16 has to be completely different a complete revolutionary change. Or at the very least, universal control, which is not happening this year, is that? It's not, I'd forgotten. I'd, I'd completely forgotten about that until you mentioned it. <laughs> Where's it gone? Yeah, What's it's, happened? It's, it's been trickier than they... I hope it doesn't go the way of the uh, the air... Air pad power thing. Charge thing. Air power. Well, apparently that's back on, isn't it? Oh, is it? Okay. Oh. Rumours that they, uh, they might have figured that one out. Maybe there is hope after all. Um, but yeah, I just want to see them do something properly with 
with iPadOS. I'm not really sure what they need to do, but um, I mentioned in my blog that it sounds a bit counterintuitive and a bit of a, back, a step backwards, but they can make it a little bit more Mac OS-like. Um, and it doesn't have to be exactly like Mac OS. I'm not suggesting they converge the two because they've always said that's not going to happen. Um, but I just want to get to the point where I can walk up to my iPad and not feel like it's everything's a little bit too ham-fisted. Um, and I would love to have... I think out of the two Pro apps that I want on the iPad Pro, Logic is probably the most interesting, even though I do most of my work in, in obviously in video. Um, I'm still you know, still occasional bedroom music producer. And just the idea of using an iPad for it without being constrained in any way, without thinking, sitting there thinking, oh, I, I need to move to the Mac at some stage. That's really exciting. But it, it still just feels like that's a, a mile off. Well, they, they made LumaFusion app of the year, didn't they? And their annual awards. I don't know whether that, you know, is a suggestion that well, if you want to, if you want to edit videos on your iPad, there you go. Use LumaFusion, possibly. But uh, Doc Imedi on the on the Discord said, well, actually, they 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 do frequently promote apps that compete directly with their own products. So True. I don't know how much to read into that? All hope isn't lost in that case, but what, yeah, what are you waiting for? There's, there's still no reason to buy an M1 iPad, as far as I can tell. It's pointless, utterly pointless. Um, what, what are you waiting for next year? What's your what's your biggest wish from Apple? It'll be the, the facelifted budget computers. Yeah. I want to see what they do with the MacBook Air and the Mac Mini. Yeah, I would love the Mac. Given the, the sort of retro nods that they've been doing, so the the new MacBook Pro 14 and 16 inch look like PowerBooks from the days of yore and the iMacs are a nod to the iMac G3s. I would love to see uh, a Mac Mini take some design cues from the G4 Cube, for yeah. example. Yeah. That would be amazing. And I'd love to see the MacBook Air maybe have a bit of a nod to the sort of classic polycarbonate MacBooks from sort of 2006 or 2008 I'd love to see a white and matte black MacBook Air option I love those Macs they were great weren't they I still have mine somewhere it's this Core 2 Duo 2.16 gigahertz I think so I don't know I think it's 2007 2008 oh, okay yeah a white polycarbonate MacBook from, from around that era I, I love that thing a white MacBook Air I'd, I'd yeah that's all apart from iPad OS 16 that's what I want next year right Rob I think we're I think we're done probably for the year actually but um, you've given me just as always a massive shopping list of th expensive things that I need to buy this time for my <laughs> forthcoming baby um, <laughs> so yeah I need to go off and buy myself a, a you and the sheep don't I he's a legend you and the sheep yeah well either that or the, the, what was the thing that gamifies your sleep your sleep routine because I think I, I'm not joking I genuinely think I need that for myself the uh, Fisher Price Lumalu. That's it. Yeah, I'm going to go and borrow those for myself. <laughs> Sod the M Defender. <laughs> awesome. Cheers, Rob. See ya.